What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tango Delta Podcast. On today's episode, Coach Kimbo and I dive into the four fitness models. We'll hit the first fitness model today, which is the 10 characteristics of fitness. We'll kind of nerd out a little bit on you today. Uh, We hope you enjoy. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Decker here with Coach Kimbo. Hello. And welcome to the Tango Delta Podcast. This week, we're talking about uh, the four, well, it's the first week of talking about the four um, fitness models for CrossFit. So, excuse me, for today, we're going to talk about the 10 characteristics of fitness. It's the first model, and um, man, uh, it's been like a week since we talked. Yeah, it's been a minute. had somebody text me today that said, uh, uh, it's been a week. Where's the next podcast? <laughs> so uh, we do have we do have quite a bit of uh, quite a few listeners and um, man we have listeners from Switzerland and Ireland and just kind of all over the world. CrossFit is is uh, just kind of exploded across the world and we couldn't be happier to be a part of it. And um, uh, Coach Kimbo and I we we don't claim to be the smartest people. We're actually just um, just almost regurgitating information uh, that we've learned over time and and uh, just to help you be better and, and yeah and, th- and, th- and things I know our athletes have already heard from us but it's always good to be you know reminded of the things you've already heard because oftentimes we forget yeah repetition you know. yep you need yep. you need good consistent reps sure yeah before we uh before you really kind of grasp a hold of why you're doing this this thing called CrossFit so um <clears throat> so the ten characteristics of fitness is the first fitness model. Okay. Um, well, what? Okay. Before before we dive <clears throat> into that, I think you know we we throw the term fitness model around. Okay. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if everyone truly understands what what really we're even talking about. Well, what what's a fitness model and what does that okay. even mean? Yeah. Right? Hit it. So. So first, I think it's important for everyone to understand that the CrossFit uses four different fitness models and those models are in place to help us evaluate and guide fitness as a whole so fitness as our definition is an increased work capacity across broad time and modal domains yes right your ability to do more work in less time for any given task right so these fitness models collectively provide the basis for crossfit's definition of fitness this is this is kind of the, the foundation for, for what our methodology is based on. So when we're thinking about programming and when we're giving nutrition advice and we're talking about, hey, maybe you need to go see a physical therapist for, for this certain joint because of a previous injury or whatever, sure. we're, we're considering the fitness models so that we're not leaving anything out. You know, a lot of people have this mindset that being strong is fit. Or looking a certain way in the mirror is fit. And there are certain there are certain <clears throat> people in, in certain communities of, of athletes that do believe that. And when you know our our former CEO, when Coach Glassman was trying to figure out what the definition of CrossFit or fitness was, mm-hmm. and he would go to these different fitness communities, everyone had a different definition. Right. So your power lifter said if you have X amount of lift on your bench, your squat, and your deadlift, sure. you're fit. Or a marathon runner says mm-hmm. if you can run, 
you know, this distance in this amount of time, you're fit. But everyone had something different. Right. So, so the, this first fitness model that we're going to talk about, which is the 10 general physical skills or characteristics of fitness is what we consider to be all inclusive from, from your marathon runners to your power lifters, to your gymnasts, to everyone. Yeah. Everybody across the board. Everyone across the board. Kind of, if you, if you need a word for it, a general word, like a jack of all trades. Right. So essentially it is, um, it's, it's CrossFit. If you do CrossFit, you understand that we run, we lift heavy, we have short metcons, we have heart burners, we have, um, we run miles, we run five Ks, we, and you, we just throw them at you. Right. right? <clears throat> That's the second model of fitness is just throwing something at you. Whatever comes out and comes at you, you comes can do it. Comes out of that hopper. Yep. Yeah. And we'll talk about the hopper. In our next podcast. Yeah. But, but uh, so, you know, that's one thing that I say a lot in our on-ramps is that CrossFit specializes in that we don't specialize in anything. True. We're we're yes. not going to just focus on you lifting heavy all the time and 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 that's it. Right. Right. From day to day. I mean, we're doing reverse burpee box jumps today. Right. Yeah. No, but there's <laughs> not a lot of people out there doing that right now. But you should because it was a challenge. You got your heart rate up. Yeah, coordination, balance, all, oh, I mean, yeah. all of these and things. And we'll talk, we'll talk about that. We're what, talk those about. are those are good examples for what for what's coming. Um, there are there are ten of them. Um, I think we should just dive right in. Yeah, ten characteristics of fitness. This is model number one. Model model number one. Ten general physical skills of fitness. So we'll start with the one that that is listed first is your cardiovascular respiratory endurance. Okay. And in, I mean, the definition of that is your ability or your body's ability to gather, process, and deliver oxygen. Okay, yep. so we're talking about aerobic state. Your body's ability to use that oxygen to produce energy. Energy, power. Right, yep. so, so what's a good example of that? Uh, 30 minute Metcons. Right. <laughs> I know it's, it's funny, right? 30 minutes. You can't go off that without air for 30 minutes. I, the first thing that comes to my head is a 10 K. And I think it's just because I hate running so much mm. that I think about that. I would much rather do a, a 100 meter sprint or a 400 meter sprint or even an 800 over, mm. over a 10 K. But when you're, when you're doing something that's pretty much lasting anything longer than two minutes, you're having to utilize your cardiovascular respiratory endurance. You yeah. have to. You have no choice. Sure. Right? So, and we've talked about that going in and out of that glycolytic pathway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's number one uh, on the list. And these aren't in any particular order of importance. But the first one is your, your aerobic ability. Yeah. Basically. So in CrossFit, we are training your aerobic ability and your endurance. So that's why you get one of these at least once or twice a week, yeah. maybe. We're testing your endurance, and we have to train that. Yeah, your VO2 max is extremely important. <clears throat> I mean, you're you're constantly in the oxidative pathway, right? Like right mm-hmm. now, our body's using oxygen to live, right. to make systems work, right? So so that that's number one. So anytime you see something that's going to last more than two minutes, realize you're going to have to use oxygen. Yeah, we're training your endurance at that right. point. Exactly. Yep, that's the first one. Good. Number two, your stamina. That is the ability of the body to process, deliver, store, and utilize energy. Okay. Well, didn't we just talk about that? Well, this is a little different. 
energy, it, it not necessarily from oxygen, but in an anaerobic state as well, right? So I don't even know if people know what anaerobic state means. Without oxygen, essentially. That's mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. Ana, Latin, aerobic, oxygen. Without, without oxygen. So um, let's talk about, I mean, gosh, who's the most famous girl we have? Fran, right? Yeah, Fran. We got people doing Fran in sub two nowadays. Yeah, ladies. Ladies doing Fran yeah. in sub two. Yeah, so you're, that's full on. That's freakish. It is. Uh, that's crazy. That's balls to the wall, stamina, and and full-on glycolytic pathway right there. Yeah, yeah. But you have to have that ability if if you're going to do CrossFit. You have to have the stamina to to produce that kind of power in such a short amount of time. Right. And everybody that might be listening, you might be newer to CrossFit, less than six months or things like, things like that, you can see your stamina growing. Oh, yeah. constantly week by week you can do more work in less time you can move more weight in mm-hmm. less time you can you can push a few more reps into the rep scheme right that your stamina is being built right okay? and so so when when you're in a let's let's talk about a metcon any any given metcon you could throw out there when when you have to stop and take those big deep breaths and try to catch your breath right mm-hmm to me, I'm thinking, all right, my body needs more oxygen. When my heart's pounding and I'm breathing like a racehorse, but I'm still moving that kettlebell and still moving that, that barbell, I'm thinking, all right, I'm 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 in that stamina mode. Yep. Like I have to keep moving. Yep. Keep you training know? it. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's kind of the, 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 the simple difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, strength. This is, the, this is the sexy one, if you will. Everyone wants to be strong, right? Sure. So strength literally is the ability of a muscular unit or a combination of muscular units to apply force and the the best example i can think of the deadlift yep right you and, and really it's a combination of, of muscular units it's a full body movement it's a slow lift but it's your heaviest lift and it's your ability to utilize all those muscular units to apply force against that load. Yeah, when done correctly, for when sure. Done, when done correctly. Yeah. So, so that's strength. Yep. I mean, we all know, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Uh, flexibility. This is a fun one because um, flexibility is something that I think a lot of people just don't concern themselves with. But um, your flexibility is the ability to maximize your range of motion at any given joint. And it's important, I think, that people realize there's a huge difference between flexibility and mobility. Sure. Because because there's a lot of people that can get into a, a you know, butt-to-ground squat with, the, with their knees completely in full range of motion, but in a passive manner. So flexibility is utilizing that range of motion, but in a passive way. Mm-hmm. Mobility is utilizing that full range of motion in an active way. In an active way, like it's engaged. Sure, right? yeah, an engagement, uh, yes. It's one It's one thing to do a pass-through with a PVC with super relaxed shoulders. Mm-hmm. It feels good. But when you do one with your shoulders pulled up, and then when the when the PVC pipe gets above your head, you push up. Mm-hmm. And then you keep that pushed up position and that engaged active shoulder position until you get to the back. Yeah. It makes a huge difference in what that pass through feels like. Sure. Right. Yeah. So that's mobility versus 
flexibility. flexibility. Yep. And right. fle- flexibility mm-hmm. is important. And obviously you do have to have flexibility before you can think about, you know, having that mobility component and being able to engage everything in that position. Mm-hmm. So, so flexibility is extremely important and it is one of the characteristics, but um, the goal is not just to be able to have full range of motion at a, at a joint. We want that, but ultimately we want you to be active in that full range of motion. And that's extremely important, especially when we're talking about lifting, putting the load on, on, on your back or your front or whatever. Um, so that, so that's the goal and that's the difference there. There are going to be times where we're just trying to get you flexible, where we're trying to, you know, the, the nunchuck stretch, if you will, with Mm -hmm. the PVC, we're just trying to get that flexibility going. But then when we want you to actively engage and get you in that front rack and that thoracic spine engaged, now we're talking about mobility. That's mobility. Yeah. Right. Good. Um, go ahead. Uh, I forgot. Go ahead. So, (laughs) so we have the next two that, that are on like our list is power and speed. And we're, we're going to come back to those. Okay. Yeah, I get it. We're just going to wait on those for a minute. Um, we're going to move down to coordination. Coordination's a fun one. <laughs> it's your it's your body's ability to combine several distinct movement patterns into a singular distinct movement. So, I mean, the, the one of the best examples is Olympic lifting, mm-hmm. I think, right? Sure. So, doing a hang clean, a hang power clean or hang muscle clean is completely different than doing a full squat clean. A full squat clean, sure. Right? Because you yeah. have different movement patterns that have to go together to create one movement. Right. So you you got to understand that we did squat cleans today. Yeah. Uh, the cleaning jerks. Um, from the first pull to the scoop in to hip extension to a shrug. And then you get a agility, which is coming up next, a change of the direction, pulling yourself under the bar, mm-hmm. staying engaged, getting those elbows around, right? <clears throat> getting to the bottom of your squat, standing up. All of these different things happen. Uh, yeah, a second. In, in, yeah. in a second. Yeah. Right? And so, and people wonder why it takes so long to get the snatch and the clean and jerk and get it right. Right. Right? It's because you are... Especially if you're coming in off the street and you haven't done any kind of CrossFit or functional movement at all, you have to practice, 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 and, and we practice. Will, we're going to we get will there. We'll talk about that. Yep. But you have to practice these movements and practice them slowly. Sure. And then and get to the point where you can speed that up eventually through consistency. Sure. Right. We're not trying to be hard on you just because we don't want you to lift weight or do big weight. That weight will come just. Go slow, right? Yeah. You're you're, no, you're trying mean, to teach your body to do eight things simultaneously. It's a it's a pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Just try to do two right now. Pat your head and rub your tummy. You're <laughs> gonna ha- you're right. gonna have to think about it. Right. 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 Yep. Um. Yeah. Coordination. So so coordination. After that, we have agility, which which you mentioned. It's your ability to minimize transition time from one movement pattern to another. So it could be be a number of things. You know, it could be juking right and juking left, or like you said, in the clean or the snatch, hitting full extension, your body's momentum vertical, and then you're switching direction and going down. Sure. Right? So uh, agility is an extremely athletic uh, characteristic, and it takes, again, practice. But we'll get get back to that. So that's agility. 
Anytime your body's changing direction or changing a movement pattern, that's, that's agility. And then we have balance. Sounds simple. It's your ability to control the placement of your body's center of gravity in relation to its support base. So that sounds, you know, we're kind of nerding out yeah, on you guys super here. Super nerdy but, today. But really all we're saying is your support base. So let's say you do a box jump, okay? You're on the ground, you, you, you do a jump, you land, your support base is still your feet. But oftentimes we see people land and they're wobbling. Or they, or they don't stick that landing. Or they don't stand up all the way and they just jump back off the box. Or they jump off the box right, because, no they're, the because they're wobbly, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's your, that we're testing your balance at that point. You should be able to jump on that box, stick that landing, and stand up tall without being wobbly. That's, that's your balance. Or another great example is a handstand hold. Mm-hmm. If you can kick up into a handstand hold, now your support base becomes what? Your hands. Your hands, right? So your ability to maintain that center of gravity over your hands. Right. That's your that's your so balance. Just just stand on one foot and Well, we did slips. Yeah, we did slips right? last week. Stand on one foot and put the other foot out in front of you and and I promise you, the power of CrossFit that people don't realize, the things that we get to see, the cool things when people start CrossFit and we have them try to just stand on one foot yeah. and hold their arms out to their side and they'll fall over. Right. Right. Give them three months. They're standing on one foot. With ease. With ease. Yep. Right. And because then they're like, give me, give me, give me some weight. Give me make, some weight. Make this yeah. Make me yeah. bend over right. and touch right. my toe on right. one, on one foot. Um, the things that you guys don't realize is we see all these things. Mm-hmm. We get to see the very small things that are actually really big things. For somebody who is over 45 years old that comes in and is trying to just be healthy that and help their life. never worked out before. Never yeah. worked out. And I get to see them be able to hold themselves up in an air squat or right. stand on one foot or step up on a 20-inch box. Or kick up on a wall. Or kick up on yeah, a wall yeah. or do these crazy things. Those are huge things to the functionality and the enjoyment of the rest of your life. Absolutely. It's fantastic. It is. I know. Yeah, mm. I, it, it is great. And we get to see it all the time. Um, and, I mean, that's really what why we do what we do. But I, I digress. Um, <laughs> accuracy is um, another another one that we're going to talk about. That's your ability to control movement in a given direction or a given intensity. Being, being accurate, right? And we think about the wall ball with yes. that. Be, being able to, to control your squat, your extension, your toss, hit your target, catch it at the right time, and go back into your squat. Um, but it, it, there's a number of things. Anytime that you're trying to control movement in any direction at any given intensity, you're practicing your, your accuracy. Um, so, so, so far we talked about endurance, stamina, strength, and flexibility, those four. And then we talked about coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Now the difference between those sets of four characteristics is the first four, your endurance, stamina, strength, and flexibility require training, right? And, and we've talked about this before, but training refers to improvement through measurable organic change, like actual physical change within the body, mm-hmm. the muscle, the actual muscle fibers getting stronger, right? Your range of motion increasing. These are things you can actually see right. happening. The other four we talked about, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy, those are things that require practice. 
And practice is referring to performance through changes in the nervous system. That's a neurological connection. Neurological. It's like trying to ride a bike. Exactly. So those are things that require you to come in and do skills and drills. Yeah. You get, I mean, if you come into the gym every day and you do your deadlifts, you do them correctly, you're going to get stronger in your deadlift. Right. Because you're training it. You're just doing you're the movement. You're training. But yes. if you come in every day with your jump rope and you're trying to get your dubs and your timing is off, your coordination is off, you're not balanced, like if right. those things aren't correct, you're not going to get good at dubs because the neurologic connection isn't being made, right? Right. Yeah. So, so those are the difference between the two, and both are equally important. Now, we skipped over two characteristics. One of them is speed, and one of them is power. So, if you guys remember, power equals force times distance over time, right? So, the definition is the ability of a muscular unit or a combination of muscular units to apply maximum force in minimum time. That That, that is the equation for power. Mm-hmm. Right, so we're trying to get your muscular units to apply max amount of force in a minimum time frame. And the thing that pops in my head is the clean and jerk and the snatch. Mm-hmm. You got you got the the heaviest ground to overhead lift, and you have the fastest ground to overhead lift. Right, those two things require stamina, strength, flexibility. Power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. It requires almost all of all the characteristics. Ten characteristics. With the yeah, with the exception of endurance, and right. I mean, unless you're doing a bunch so of them. But. Nine of the ten characteristics of fitness are in one lift. Which is why it's so difficult. Which to is master. why it is <laughs> yes. so difficult to master yeah. because you have to train certain things, and you have to, and you have to practice certain things, right? And then your speed and power. You do both. Right. So power requires both training and practice. And speed, the other one, is the ability to minimize time of a repeated movement. Minimize time in between reps. And I think I think the thing that we had talked about earlier was the workout grace. Another another benchmark, girl mm-hmm. workout, 30 clean and jerks for time. Now, there was a time in CrossFit when 135.95 was heavy. Yes. Or at least moderately heavy. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you have people muscle cleaning into a, you know, a strict press or a push press, and they can just roll through it. But back back in the day, that was not super light for most people, and it did require them to really think about their accuracy, really think about their movement. Okay, but they were trying to minimize time in between reps, so they're applying speed, and so speed and power require both training and practice because when you apply speed to a movement, you're minimizing the time that you get to think about the movement, right? You're adding intensity, and intensity will diminish technique to a certain degree. So those two things require both an element of training and practice, and they do have to happen separately and at the same time, right? So for example, Tuesday, we spent a ton of time practicing the snatch. Yep. We didn't even put weight on there for for a while, right? We're just practice, practice, practice. weren't worried about speed. We weren't even worried about the weight or the power. We were just worried about the movement. And then we allowed them to add weight, mm-hmm. right? So what if we had them do all that practice and then throw Isabel at them? 30 snatches for time. Right. 
Now we're now we're element the element is speed. Right. Right. And so if you didn't have that practice and you haven't had the training, that workout's gonna end up being a disaster for you. Sure. Seen a lot of disastrous Isabels. Right. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> my, my last Isabel was a disaster. Yeah. So <laughs> I think mine you know. was too. <laughs> but but th- those are the ten <clears throat> characteristics. And here's the overall objective. The the deal with this your goal is to optimize your competency in all 10 without sacrificing one for another. That's right. the goal. So you may not be the strongest person in the gym, but out of these 10, if you're, if you're optimizing all 10 of them and, you, and you're growing in all 10 of them Absolutely. at your pace, you're on your road to fitness. Right. So a lot of people come up to me and they're like, I'm, I'm not making gains. I'm not making gains. I'm not getting I'm not I'm not getting stronger. Why does my why is my bench press not big enough? Why is my deadlift not big right. enough? And that's because you 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 narrow you're you're kind of laser focused in on the strength side of things, which is fine. I want you to be strong, right? But what I see is you're getting better in everything. Right. I'm seeing you across the board and the only thing you're looking at is that your bench press has only gone up five pounds in three months. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going, oh my God, you're getting so much better at everything. Oh yeah. I, we, you're running, you're yeah, everything. Our, la- you know? our last conjugate week, I remember watching one of our athletes um, who hadn't, who'd never done it before, do a handstand walk around an obstacle. And she was certain she couldn't do it. Just, mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 but that right there, to me, is the same thing as her back squat, having a 15-pound back squat PR. Mm-hmm. Like, because you are getting stronger. Strength takes years, right? It does. But a neurological connection like that, who knows how long that could take for someone. Right. You know what I mean? So when it happens, I know that your your balance is getting better. And that that is just as important as your strength. All 10 are important, and all 10 need to be looked at and that is our job you know and it's our job to remind you guys it's not just about the strength i know we're strength biased mm-hmm. at, at our gym um and and th- there's nothing wrong with that because like i said it does take years but we do focus on the other elements and we're not just trying to lift heavy we're trying to get your endurance your stamina your flexibility we want that coordination agility accuracy and cor- and and balance all in check because all those things, when you combine them, that's all going to relate. It's a fit person. Yeah, it's a that's fit, a fit per- person. It's go- and it's going to translate into your lifts. It's going to yeah. translate into that unknowable task that might come up one day. You know, And so that's the first model. We ran a little long. That's the first model. Um, we will talk about the other three in, in the coming weeks. But you know, if you guys have questions about it, we, we'd love to nerd out on you. With, yeah, with this I, stuff. I hope this wasn't boring. This is actually really fun for us. But uh, yeah, well, we love this uh, stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, one one quick little story here to end it. I remember uh, we had an athlete join last December, and um, he's been consistent ever since. But the first day that I asked him to jump rope, there was no possible way that he could jump rope. He's right. twenty five or six. Okay. Okay. No possible way he could jump rope. Um, because jumping rope is a neurological connection. Yes. Right? 
It's, it's, there's a lot of things that have to happen and people take it for granted, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the first day we ever did jump ropes, um, I just had him jump over the line in the mats on the floor. Okay. Just back and forth. Jump forward, jump back, jump forward, jump back. That's all. That's that's where we started. Yeah. And yesterday, I watched him do um, 48 unbroken drag rope singles. That's awesome. Okay? Nice, good, solid jump, nice, tight core, good feet. Everything is good. But I'm telling you, that didn't happen without practice. Not it didn't happen practice, without yeah. showing up and doing it. And, yeah, maybe, maybe he wants... A, a 500 pound back squat but I see the improvement in his life that the coordination has done now granted he went in, at home and cut a lead rope from his horse stall and practiced in his barn which is awesome practiced in his barn <laughs> yeah. trying to get to, to make himself yeah. jump I mean, it's just cool things like that. Yeah, but I, you know what? Cool. And you know, the other thing is, I think what, what people don't realize is that they, when we're talking about those practice elements, the coordination, the agility, the balance and accuracy, that stuff does apply to raw strength movements. Yeah. I've seen a lot of deadlifts where they pull up and by the end of the lift, their toes are off the ground. Right. Your you know, balance your, your, your is a huge balance thing. Balance is off. You're, if you're, you ever yes. hear us cue you to keep your toes and dig your heels, toes. dig your toes into the floor... We're yep. trying to get your balance where it needs to exactly. be. Exactly. So they they so, all yeah. do they all do translate. It's just some have some lifts have a higher demand than than others, but all ten are important. All ten need to be worked and optimized for an athlete to really reach their potential. And so that is the first fitness model. And uh, I hope you guys have questions. We're ready to answer, ready to talk about it, and I hope this was interesting. Yeah. For you. Yeah, it was interesting for me, and I've heard it all before. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you next week on the Tango Delta podcast. Later.